You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Welcome. I don't think it recorded my hello. That was I weird. know, sometimes... It's been cutting off at the that's beginning. That's why the last episode, I didn't know that you were recording because it doesn't always show, like... Weird. The, you know, sorry the little color as we record. Yeah, sorry if it's been cutting off in the beginning, y'all. We never claimed to be tech, technologically savvy. Yeah, clearly. We just so. like hearing ourselves talk. <laughs> We're like, podcasting is easy. Podcasting is great. You just pull like a microphone to your face and you do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah, it's so, not, y'all. Anyway, um, we were back recording another episode. Yeah, and we're almost in the 30s. I cannot. How? I cannot How even get here. Like, let's do the whole episode whispering. <laughs> this is an ASMR episode. <laughs> so podcast. Yeah, episode 29. What the freaking what? <laughs> okay. Um, should we just say what we're talking about today? Yeah, we're, we got a topic. So we we're going <laughs> to... We're really? gonna get we're gonna get the sleepy ha ha's. We've been um, here too long. I know, and it's starting to get kind of like dark outside and like because of rain, so yeah. it's making me sleepy. What do you know? It's raining again in Wilmington. Shocker. More like Kilmington, am I right? Um Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so this has actually been kind of a requested episode from people um that are just I feel like in this season of life, you're either planning a wedding or might be planning a wedding soon or chances are you're attending a whole lot of weddings attending a buttload of weddings um, we were invited to eight last year alone um, yeah it's insanity so it's it's a lot and we get it this day and age where you feel like all you're doing is going to weddings um spending all your money on wedding gifts and yeah. wedding dresses and bachelorettes mm-hmm. and bridal showers and you know it's just a season you guys and it's a really fun one that's really flies fun. by and so eventually we're it. gonna miss it yeah I but, totally agree so we're gonna talk about the do's and don'ts of planning a wedding um like what it, what we've experienced from a guest perspective and then Catherine can talk on it from like her own wedding um and I can give kind of points of view from a photography standpoint as, as well, since I go to a lot of weddings for that. It's and also job. someone who's currently planning a and wedding. And I'm currently planning a wedding, yes. Um, and then as well as what to do and not to do as a guest at these weddings. Because yeah. chances are you're going to a lot of them. Or you're in weddings. Like yeah. I was for the last couple of years. So, First yeah. you want to do our... Let's, we'll, get into, we'll get into that. Yeah, let's do some happies and crappies. Okay. You go. Okay. I have a really big happy and it's been um, in the works for a while, but the Soul Fitness app is going to be launching in August and I'm really excited because month one is already written out and planned out and tested on my husband so we know it works. (laughs) But um, if you are a soul girl already or if you're on my email list, maybe you're a heart and soul listener who's DM'd us your email or if you haven't and would like to, please do so. Um, I sent out a 10-day challenge last week um, that kind of overlays like what the app style is going to be like and essentially it's going to be a workout every day, Monday through Friday, as well as um, a devotional or some sort of 
encouragement or affirmation for each day written by me. Um, so you'll get that each day. And then also at the beginning when you sign up, you'll get a nutrition PDF um, with tips and tricks on um, healthy eating and healthy lifestyle. Not written by me because, hello, I'm not a dietitian, but written by my friend Veronica, who is a dietitian, um, a registered dietitian. And so she gave me a lot of really great um, content to work with. And I think it'll be really helpful for y'all. So anyways, all that to say is the app will, like the first day of workouts will be August 5th. And at the end of, or at the middle of next week, after this episode releases, at the middle of the next week, so around the 31st, I will be opening up pre-sales for it to start on on um, August 5th, the first Monday of August, which is really exciting. That's so exciting. Um, a lot of the girls have been in Seoul, like especially in the Wilmington Seoul, have been doing the 10-day challenge and texting me every day. And it's like so fun and such a little tease into like what this community could become. Yeah. Like it's not just for me to make money because nothing about Seoul has ever been to make money, yeah. to be honest. Um, like even at your workshop um, last week when – Chrissy was like, you need to pay yourself. And I was like, I don't make anything. Yeah. Like I, cause I, everything I make, I spend at this point in life on soul. So it's not about that. It's really about community and it's already coming together in like this really cool, vulnerable way. And I'm really excited to see what the app could bring. So if you're a listener and you don't live in Wilmington and can't come to soul fitness, this is a cool way for y'all to get involved. Um, and it's just like a, dream that I've been like tirelessly working on for months and it's cool that it's like finally here yeah so um send me your email at you can either dm the instagram account at heart and soul podcast or you can email us at heart and soul podcast at gmail.com um and let me know that you're interested in the app and I'll send you the like direct link to sign up so it's open. Yeah. And I can also send you the free 10 day challenge if you're interested in that too. You can just send me your email as well and I'll put you on yeah. our list. That's awesome. Cause that's free. So like might as well, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's my happy. And, um, by the time this episode releases, I'm sure I'll be like coming back to North Carolina from California and I'll be on this high a vacation high, but everyone knows when you get back from a vacation, you need another vacation. Yeah. So I have a feeling my crappy, <laughs> I am predicting my crappy will be just like feeling a little recovering. overwhelmed and recovering. Yeah. And di- diving back into like a full work schedule. So. Yeah. Having peace with that. Pray for me. Um, but yeah, that's okay. it. Cool. What about you, boo-boo? Um, just some fun, like, upcoming happies for me. I'm actually leaving tomorrow night to go to Raleigh. I'm going to spend the night with my family there. I actually haven't seen, like, my um, brother and sister-in-law and nephews in a while. And then my yeah. uncle and aunt are in town from California with my little cousins that I haven't seen in a long time either. So I get to see them, which I'm excited for. And then Thursday, I have an engagement session in Raleigh, um, which I'm very very excited for that bride um actually found me from the podcast so that's so amazing yeah i'm so excited to like meet her in person and just what a world give her a big hug and just have a really fun night with her and her fiance and um and then friday i leave for Asheville for a wedding that i've been so excited for because this is just i've been excited for this wedding couple it's at a vineyard in the mountains and it's gonna be unbelievable um i'm excited to be you know, in somewhere where the climate might be a little cooler than it has been here. Um, it's been 
so hot. Blazing. And sticky. More sticky than Yeah, hot. like moist. Yeah. <laughs> Worst word ever. It's been really gross. I went on a run on Sunday and I had to call my mom twice to come pick me up because she didn't answer and she still didn't answer and I had to walk the last mile. Ugh. Because I knew that if I kept running, I would pass yeah. out from heat stroke. It I, was that bad. It was very hot that day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that has been... Something I'm really looking forward to. Um, I think it's going to be a really awesome weekend. And then next week, we go on my bachelorette party. Hell yeah. So it's going to be Liddy City, y'all. We leave for Charleston on Thursday um, of next week, which is probably the week that this is actually airing. Yeah, it's the, it's the week of this air, so it'll be like So it'll be like tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that night, I have a few friends meeting me here in, in Wilmington that Wednesday night to leave Thursday. So really... I have two short weeks because I leave tomorrow night and then I leave for Charleston next Wednesday. I'm so excited for your bachelorette party. Oh my gosh. I know you are. I'm so excited. But like me knowing what it's going to be like, like knowing all the details, I'm like, like, it's going to be so good. I feel like all of my girls are way more excited than I am because, well, one, they know what's happening, but everyone's just so excited. Like, yeah, which is so, it makes me feel so loved that you are everyone's so excited so stoked for it um and speaking of that teaser while we're at the bachelorette party we are going to be recording an episode episode for next week that is um going to be hilarious so if you've ever been to a bachelorette party or if you're jealous that you're not going to chelsea's tune into next week because you'll feel like you're there for yeah you're gonna get an inside scoop on (laughs) my bachelorette weekend and Meet my friends and... It might get explicit. <laughs> it might get a little bit explicit. I know. We texted the group text. Hey, guys. Um, just so you know, at The Bachelorette, we're going to record an episode of Heart and Soul. And they all listen to the podcast. Yeah. So they were all like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, so excited about it. And then who said... Was it Becky? Or someone's like, well, there's going to be a lot of bleeps in it. If yeah. We're... Probably Becky. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we're recording it all together, I was like, well, let's just keep the bleep, the bleeps to a minimum, minimum so that we don't have to edit a lot. Because we don't know how. <laughs> I can figure it out. I just don't want to have to do that. Because then you have to listen to it and then bleep it out at the exact right moment. and Timing, man. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. So we'll just try to keep it censored. And if we have to mark it explicit, we mark it explicit. Yeah, you know. And you guys just know what to look out Sometimes for. Sometimes life gets explicit. And if does. that's the quote we use for this podcast. That's actually accidentally happened several times where I look and it's, we accidentally marked it as explicit. Oh, and I'll yeah. have to go back and text you and be like, this was an accident. Yeah. This was not an like, explicit well, these. <laughs> Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's happies and some happies for you guys <laughs> to look forward to. And then my only crappy with that is that it just means... Uh, like time away from Jordan for a while because he's going on his bachelor weekend this weekend while I'm in Asheville and then next weekend I leave and so we're just gonna not really our paths are just gonna be yeah kind of overlapping um and missing each other so that will be my crappy but all good things that I'm really still looking forward to so it's gonna be a blasty blast yeah um do we have a review of the week sure this is one that um we wanted to read a long time ago, and we just, I think, somehow missed it along the way. Um, but this is titled, Are You Are you Sure You're In? Dot, dot, dot. And I think she meant to say Wilmington. Um, this was five stars by <laughs> John R-E-R-H-E. John Ray, I think. Anyway, it says, I swear you guys are watching my daily life because every week the topic is something that speaks directly into my life or just something I need. 
whether it be an encouragement to stay strong through a hard time or just a really good belly laugh, which always makes me like wonder what are the things people laugh at probably we laugh thinking we're funny but i'm like do other people think this is funny it's probably us saying dumb stuff probably um she said it's amazing the way god has been revealing himself to me and one of the ways is through this podcast the way you guys lay it all on the table and remind me that god is there and he loves us through it all is so uplifting thank you for being what i need every week and giving me the extra umph i sometimes need you guys are my fave ray j ray j we love you that was so encouraging i loved that one so, so, so cute. Sweet. Love it, love it. Um, all right, so then moving right along to talk a little bit about our sponsor. Yeah, let's do it. So as you guys heard in our last episode, we have been partnering with FabFitFun. FabFitFreakinFun. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> explicit. <laughs> this episode is explicit. Um, like we mentioned, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box. Comes out four times a year. A year, um, summer, fall, winter, winter spring. spring. Got that right. Uh, remember, didn't you say last? Yeah, week I said fall twice. Fall twice. Forgot that whole winter thing. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a winter here. Um, let's be real. But really, it feels like Christmas every time. You get a new box because you get to just treat yourself. Yes, honey, treat yourself. To so many awesome full-size products. And the whole box is only $49.99 and values at least over $200, $250 yeah. every time. It's um, like an insane deal. And, like, I know that we're still in summer, but fall is coming, y'all. Like, pumpkin spice lattes are coming back. <laughs> scarves. Booties, yes. Um, just all things fall that we love, and what better way to transition into a new season than to get a box full of fall things? All the goodies, all the autumn awesomeness. I know. Do you like I'm that alliteration? So that was great alliteration. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, like I said, I've been getting um, FabFitFun for like three or four years now, and I, I think fall is always my favorite one. I love fall. The smells, the outfits. I know. We talked the about this. makeup looks. Yes, we talked about this with Zell. Like, I just love, it's my favorite fashionable season. Me too. Fashion-y and just the season. coziness and I, yeah, I just get so excited for that crisp, like, new era Ooh! of life. Oh, and you know what would make it even better? A FabFitFun box. <laughs> Don't you know it? Don't you know it? So FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle products. It retails, like Chelsea said, for $49.99, um, but this one has a value of over $250. Um, if you use our coupon code, which is SOLE, S-O-L-E, you will receive $10 off your first box, which will make it only $39.99, which is and then it's seriously a deal guys sign in the membrane some of the products that you get in the box retail for well over like a hundred dollars yeah like all product one one single product it's insane um so all you have to do is go to www.fabfitfun.com and enter our promo code soul s-o-l-e yeah Check it out. Do tag it. Us. We want to see what you got. Tag us and tell us what you got. For and we'll fall. tag you and tell you what we got. And everyone's going to tag everyone. <laughs> and we're going to have a great fall. Speaking of that, <laughs> on the way back the other day from setting up for our workshop that we hosted last week, mm-hmm. we were listening to the new Ed Sheeran album. And so good. It is fire. Fire. So good. Guys. Have you listened to it more? Yes. What's your favorite one after listening to it a couple of times? I still love the Eminem. I mean, one. 
That's going to be the theme song of your bachelorette party. I really love it. Yeah, it's so good. I just have always loved Eminem, but um, that song or something about it. I made uh, Troy play it at the gym when I was working out yesterday. And I don't with know. 50 coming back, like 50 in the house, like it's been a minute since 50 has been in a song. I know. So it's like, it makes you reminisce. Yep. I also love Take Me Back to London, yeah. That's a great one. With the uh, British with rapper. The British rapper, yeah. I wish I was British. I just was telling my my brother about that album the other day. He's like, yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. I love me some Ed Sheeran. I was like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. He's an amazing artist. Yeah. So good. All of the the tracks on this new album are collaborations with other artists. artists. And a lot of artists that you might not know. So it's like introducing a lot of dope. But a lot of ones that you would know as well. Because like Bruno Mars, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Um... What's his butt? Travis. Travis Scott. Yep. Migos. <laughs> right? There's one with Migos. Camilla, Camilla Cabela. Camila Cabello. Camila Cabello. That's really hard to say. Um, That's a tongue twister. It is. Skrillex. Anyway. Skrillex? You should go listen to it. Hashtag not sponsored by Ed Sheeran. But will but be if interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Willing <out>. to accept. <laughs> okay. So do's and don'ts of wedding planning. Yes. Holy moly, Where do we even begin? Um, I'll just share some, as a, as, after having my own wedding, I'll share some do's, like things that I did that I definitely would recommend. Yeah. Um, if you're planning a wedding or if you have, if you're single and like waiting to plan a wedding, write this down because this was like a really special time or memory for like me and I think Michael, but have a last dance, like just by yourself. Mm-hmm. That was like such a sweet memory between just the two of us, and you kind of get to soak in what the crap just happened. Right. Like all of your favorite humans were in one room. We were all dancing, partying, celebrating you and your love. It's, it's like crazy. insane when you like really think about it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that happening. So like while everyone was outside getting ready for like the sparkler exit, we stayed inside and did like one last dance and got to like just like soak it in. That's so sweet. That I, was a really sweet moment. I know a lot of friends that have done that too and really recommend it. And like also one of our bridal uh, or our wedding planners told us to take like a minute, even if it's just like literally 60 seconds during the wedding to like grab each other and walk outside and be like, holy crap. Yeah. Like during the reception or whatever, during the dance party, just like take a moment to be like, oh my God, we're married. And then like go back in and party. That was like, we did that. That was super fun. I feel like you do kind of get that opportunity when you go do sunset portraits. Yeah. Because that's like one of the only times you can go be alone. I mean, your photographer is there, but like. We didn't do sunset outside. portraits. No. We did, I mean, we did the pictures after the ceremony. Yeah. But that was like with everyone. Well, at Wrightsville Manor, sunset portraits are a little bit Hard. earlier because it's like the tree line there is interesting. So like what would be golden hour at the beach, golden hour is earlier there because yeah. of where the sun hits it. So that might be why you didn't do that. Yeah. You might have just had the perfect lighting after the ceremony. Um do's what other do's do I have I mean I just wouldn't wish I I did this and I regret it I wouldn't don't I guess this is a don't don't wish your engagement season away yeah like it's the only time you're engaged and like yeah get to have bridal showers and like have your own bachelorette party like it's so 
so dope. Fun. Yeah. And I was just like our we had a very short engagement. We had six months to get married. So I was super stressed because we had to do so much in such a little amount of time that I think I like wished that season away because I just wanted to like it to be over with the planning. Right. And then I look back and I'm like, dang, that went by so fast. Like Yeah. I don't know. It's just like done. And then you're like married, which is wonderful and I love marriage. But right. it's like, oh man. It's over. I know. I try to tell my brides that too, like enjoy this engagement season and don't sweat it because you only get to call them your fiance for so long. And you then know? you have the rest of your life it's together. It's so exciting. And it's it's not that you lose the, the happiness, I'm sure, but it, it's just... It's so new and fresh and different that like... Everything's exciting. Yeah, everything's exciting. So don't wish that away. That's, a, that's some big advice I have. Um, if you're single and like you're, you're experiencing... This is like a serious note. If you're experiencing like FOMO, which I can relate to... Because, like, maybe you're the only one of your friend group that's not married or mm-hmm. um, you're, like, constantly going to weddings or and you still haven't found your person. Like, don't rush that either. Yeah. I, I experienced that big time because I was, like, one of the last of my best friends to get married. And in the South got married pretty late, <laughs> which it's not even late in, like, normal right. time. But um, I would just say that it's worth the wait. And so if you're in a season right now where you're single or you're, like, just kind of wedding hopping and, like, mm-hmm. just enjoy it and don't, like, wish that away either. Yeah. Because you don't get that that those years back either. Yeah. And it's worth it to wait for your person than to, like, rush into a marriage just to have a wedding. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, don't. For sure. Don't dream, over dream or dramatize. Drama- how do you say that? Dramatize. Dramatize the wedding yeah. day because that's over in a night. Right. And it's just and then it's And then it's marriage, which is yeah. so fun if that's what you're excited for. Right. So that got deep, but... No, that's great advice. Um, and I completely agree with that. Even though I've been with Jordan since I was... Yeah, see, I younger. wasn't. I was like... I know what that... Like, I was always the one with my friends that... And, all through college, like, never had a relationship, really. I had, like, flings, but no relationships. And I was always the one feeling, like, left out or, like, just wanted to, to have someone. So I didn't feel like there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not. Or it wasn't your time. Not, yeah, when it's not your time, it's not your time. And I full-heartedly full believe that when things are meant to be, they will be. Like, I, I brought this up before where... Jordan and I lived on the same street, like, kind of hung out with, like, similar crowds and didn't know each other in college. Like, did not even meet until we both moved back to Raleigh after school. And that, in and of itself, told me that there's, like, a season for everything. Yeah. That was not ours. Same thing with me and Michael. We we grew up down the street. Not down the street, but neighboring towns. Went to the same college. Went to the same date parties in college. Did the same, like... It was just like musical. Every fraternity does did that, and yeah. we never met. That's so. Crazy. And like his business partner was like my best friend in PR school. Never met. So it just wasn't so, our time. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, getting back on. Track okay. Sorry. Wedding. <laughs> Enough about <laughs> wedding me. Planning. What are you? What are your do's and don'ts as like a photographer looking from the outside in? Yeah. So there's a lot of things. Um, 
one I would like just first and foremost is not to get too wrapped up in nitty gritty like details not going right because I'll tell you this there's always something that goes wrong yeah. at a wedding like always it's never going to go perfect exactly the way that you envision in your hand in your head it'll still be perfect the way that it is yeah but it's not going to go the exact way that you've been envisioning this entire engagement so like for me something that I've tried to do recently is like every time I would think about our wedding I would think of the ceremony as being outside where that tree is Mm -hmm. and I like never even would think that it might be a possibility that it'll rain and we'll have to do it on the inside and so I've started like when I envision it, envisioning it, inside. envisioning it, envisioning it inside. I did the same thing, Chelsea. Really? Yeah, because I envisioned envision. That's a, such a hard word to say. My hair is that oak gross. tree. Yeah. The whole time, and then I remember thinking like, it might same not exact happen. thing. I might not get married under that oak tree. Right. And, and if I, have I don't, to be okay with it. I have to love the inside as well. Exactly. And so I've gotten to that point where obviously the venue that you got married at, that I'm getting married at, is beautiful. In and out. Yeah. And I know that it would, it'll be just as beautiful on the inside. I've shot weddings that where the ceremony was on the inside there. And I know it's still gorgeous. Oh, it's stunning. Um, but I like had it in my head that it would definitely be under that tree. And like chances are like it might not be. And so it's just good to like give yourself that, you know, flexibility and mm-hmm. like mental um, flex to to wrap your head around the fact that it there's always going to be something that doesn't go exactly how you would want it to. Yeah. Um, and it still comes down to what you're there for. And that's marrying your fiance. And like that goes with anything in life too. Like I feel like a lot of negative or like bad days or just negative things in life come from missed expectations. Oh, yeah. Like that's like... If your expectations are not ridiculous then you're always going to appreciate what comes of it yeah you know um so that would be my first and foremost is is that and I feel like I've, now when I picture it I'm like picturing it inside and then if it ends up being outside so great like double warmer but if not I'm prepared yeah you know um so that's one and then two is when it comes to logistics of things definitely talk to your photographer and your planner but if photography is something that you value for the what's the word like the structure of the day it's going to need to be planned around that so Mm -hmm. for example like if you decide if your heart is dead set on not doing a first look and you want portraits while still light out but you're getting married in the middle of winter and let's say you decide you're going to get married at 5 p.m. Well, guess what? You're going to miss that first. You're missing any opportunity to do portraits in daylight after the wedding. Yeah. So you would have to then do a first look if your invitations were already printed. Yeah. Like if you already print your invitation and say that the ceremony is at 4 p.m. and you don't want to do a first look, well, guess what? You're going to be doing portraits in the pitch black. Or you have to do a first look. Mm-hmm. So just things like that. Um, or, you know, if you want a specific thing photographed or whatever. A lot of photographers do their packages based off of hours of coverage. And so it's just important to, to really understand what 
kind of a time frame is needed for each of those things. Yeah. People think, oh, well, I only need the weddings only four hours long or five hours long. I only need a wedding photographer for five hours. No, you need the whole day. There's, you need lots of time beforehand. You need time after. You need time during. Mm-hmm. If you want an exit photo, you need some of that as well to extend the coverage to the end of the night. So there's just a lot of like misconceptions or things that you wouldn't ordinarily think about because you're not a wedding. If you're not a wedding professional, you wouldn't know any better. Totally. So just reach out to like planners, photographers, no, kind of just get an idea of like a general structure of the day so that you're prepared to the rest of your planning, have all those things in mind so that you're not then like having to undo or backtrack on things that are already done, such as having invitations printed or whatever it might be. Um, Those are just things that people don't always think think about. Yeah. Um. What else? I know that, like, this isn't always an option for everyone, like, hiring a wedding planner or a wedding coordinator. Oh, it's huge, though. It's, if you are able to, it is a lifesaver, especially leading up to, like, the week slash month of the wedding when, like, you have everything planned, but you're not sure how it's all going to come together. Like, the week of our wedding, we got to hand... Everything was locked in and details were done, but we got to hand all the vendors mm-hmm. contact information to our wedding planner so that the week of the wedding, we just got to like relax and enjoy yeah. that week with our friends and family who were coming in from out of town and not have to do any planning. Yeah. So if that is something that you are able to like budget for, I highly recommend it. If not, like, it'll be great and you'll figure it out and hopefully you're a better planner than I am. Honestly, though... <laughs> If, you, if it's not, quote, in the budget, I would find a way to make it a part of your budget. Yeah. Like, it's it's way more worth you being able to enjoy your wedding and your family to be able to enjoy your wedding if it means you spend a little less money on flowers or something. Yeah. To have everything run smoothly because if something doesn't, that you don't want that stress on you or your mom or dad or anyone that you invited to be a special part of your day, they're going to end up needing to take responsibility for things that go wrong yeah and And like they're professionals like they know what they're doing and as much as you think you're a professional you're not and they'll do it so much better they will my I remember when we were like working with our wedding planner who was fabulous she um did you have again salt harbor okay jennifer at salt harbor she was she's like introverted and like kind of shy and so when we would meet she was quiet and like she would just be like, okay, got it, and like yeah. write stuff down. And my mom was like, my mom and I are not introverted. Yeah. And my mom's a planner, and yeah. so she was like really worried leading up to the week of the wedding. Like, I'm just afraid she's missing things. Like, we haven't really heard from her. It's been too quiet. Yada mm-hmm. yada yada. And then she freaking knocked it out of the park. And yeah. I remember like having a conversation with my mom and being like, she's a professional. Yeah, she like, knows what she's doing. She was so calm because she's done this a gazillion times. Right. And like we were freaking out because this is the only wedding we have to plan. Right. Yeah. No, it's so huge. And a lot of, and this is another common misconception is brides think that the coordinator for the venue is the same thing as a wedding coordinator. And uh-uh. it's completely not. In some very, 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 very rare instances, they are. Yeah. Um, like, there's one venue that I shot at in Raleigh that I was very impressed with their day of venue coordinator. Um, but that's that might be because they charge a more premium style, like, price on the venue because that's worked into the price. Yeah. Um, 
because she would she like even emailed timelines and stuff ahead of time. And I was like, wow, that's actually really impressive. But normally the venue coordinator is literally just the venue coordinator. They are not like keeping a timeline of the day. They're not interacting with vendors for you. They're not reaching out beforehand. Mm-hmm. They're literally there to just be like, hey, are you keeping our place clean, clean and, and making sure things don't break and that type of situation. They're just there on the premises, but they're not the ones that are making all the details come together. Detail. Yeah, exactly. So you think of it like who is going to decorate for you and like put up all the, you know, the caterer is not doing that. Yeah. They're cooking the food. Who's going to, like, the florist comes and drops everything off, but then what? If you have anything else on the table, the guest table, the seating chart. Oh, like, gosh, y'all. It's so many All things. of that stuff, someone needs to do it, and it's not going to be someone in your wedding. No, and you don't, and you don't honestly, want it to you don't be. want it to be. Like, you, yeah. I didn't want my mom or family members to be doing that because it would take, it would be so not fun for them. Stressful. Like, they would remember my wedding as, like, being stressful. Exactly. Instead it's, of being enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, I think the more I see it too, like the amount of moving parts and people that need to come together to make an entire vision come to life, I didn't really realize that until so I, many parts. You know, I started shooting all these weddings and I'm like, wow, it's, it takes a, a village and for real. And it makes you so appreciative of the people that take care of all those things for you that you didn't even know happened on your wedding day. And guess what? They just smooth it all over and you'll never even know the difference. And your wedding day, because it's yours, is going to be perfect for you. And like still, no matter what, like Chelsea said, flaws will happen. Yeah. You won't even notice it's still going to be the best day of your life. So for example, <laughs> um, one of the weddings I shot, I second shot up in Virginia, D.C. area recently. Beautiful, beautiful wedding. Awesome couple so laid back and adorable um it was like up in on like a farmland type venue um kind of it wasn't middle of nowhere but it was like kind of out there like a little bit of a drive from where we were staying and they had hired these two buses to transport the guests from each of the hotels to the venue yeah did i tell you this no but i've been to a wedding like that in virginia which is crazy yeah so um one of the buses arrived with some of the guests and they started to arrive on time. And then the other one, it turned out, had gone to the wrong hotel that was 30 minutes away from the correct hotel. So now the bus is to pick up like 50 guests, not even just like a couple of guests, like oh a lot of guests gosh. were 30 minutes behind schedule and then had to go pick up at the correct hotel. So then they pick up at that correct hotel and the bus breaks down. <gasps> yeah. So luckily we had already done a first look. We had done a lot of the the portraits and like everything was pretty much done. So like delaying the ceremony wasn't that big of a deal. So we we're like, okay. The coordinator comes in and she's like, I think we're going to have to go ahead and push the ceremony to 5 instead of 4:30. Just, you know, we're still waiting on a ton of guests and the bride was like, okay. And then I could tell it was starting to, like, get to her. She was starting to freak out a little bit. And, um, oh, my gosh. So these poor people, it was, like, the hottest day, too, had to then wait for an Uber to come get them all oh. and get them to the venue. And so it all worked out, and they made it there. And they got married, and all their guests had arrived, and we just pushed the ceremony back a little bit. 
and they had plenty of time to still do sunset portraits, plenty of time to still enjoy the reception. So it was fine. But it's just it was just such a good example of like, yeah, there's things that are ha- going to happen that are out of your control. Completely out of your control and there's just it's just the way that it is. And yeah. You know, you got to just take it for what it's worth and you'll have some great stories about it later and ain't it just like life, you know? Yeah. You got to roll with the punches. Exactly. Like Jody Messina says. Yep. Right? You got to roll with the punch. Okay. Um, what about do's and don'ts of a, as a guest? a guest? She's praying, y'all. She has her hands together and namaste. I do. can't see this. She's taking deep breaths. This is something that I feel very, 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 very strongly about. Mm. And I think you're going to know what it is. Mm-hmm. During the ceremony, mm-hmm. you are not the photographer. Mm-hmm. Put your phones away. Put no your phone zone. phones away. Okay. I cannot get over the amount of people that will throw their dang cell phone or iPad in the aisle as the bride is walking down and get in our shot. That's awful if you get in the aisle. Like, shame on you. Or just in the shot in general because it looks bad. Okay, first of all, just enjoy the moment with the couple because... If you're starting to record it or take photos of it, you're not really being present. And that's what they have invited you into their wedding ceremony for. It's a very sacred, important time of their life. So just be there and appreciate that moment with them. And then two, you're probably going to just post that on Facebook or Instagram for like a second. You're not going to frame that photo. You're not going to put it in an album but they've paid their wedding videographer and photographer probably thousands of dollars. Thousands. To get this perfect shot. And you just ruined it by throwing your phone in the middle of the aisle. Yep. So whether they have a sign up for it being an unplugged ceremony or not, just be there and enjoy the moment. And you'll get photos later. You don't need a photo of the bride. Get one at the reception. In our wedding video, there's an and our wedding photos. We didn't have an unplugged wedding. I didn't even think about it. Oh, I'm making it very, very evident. There are photos and video, like in our professional videos and photos of like people in the wedding or in the guests. In the guests, yeah. It, yeah, taking photos and videos. And I didn't think it would annoy me, but it kind of did. I was like, yeah. Dang, that's in my video for life. I told our pastor, because like, Here's the thing. But I've done that. I've been that guest. Yeah. And like, yeah. oof. Well, you don't think about it. You're you like, don't oh, think I about wanna, it. like, capture this. But it's a very, like, personal and vulnerable, like, thing that you're there to witness. And if you're invited there, like, I feel like you should just be there. Mm-hmm. Number one. But anyways, we're telling our um, pastor to make an announcement because sometimes you can have the sign there and people don't read it. Right. Or, they, or they see it and they just ignore it. And so I told Randy, our pastor, hey, please make sure that before the processional even starts, I want you up there first. And I want you to say to everybody, like, hey, Chelsea and Jordan would requested, really appreciate yeah. like, requested that all phones and you know devices are put away. They don't want any cameras out. The photographers got it. The videographers got it. They just want you to enjoy this moment with yeah. them. And and it does come from a place of that. Like, I feel like I would just be annoyed because it's like, oh, just like put down the phone, you know? And be present. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. But that's something I I don't want to, one, ruin a shot, obviously, because I'm a photographer. But two, I just want everyone to like be there. Yeah. And like really be there. I think that's great. That's so, really good advice. 
Yeah, and it's not always something that people think about either. I talk to rides about it sometimes, and they're like, oh, wow, I would have never even I didn't. considered that. Yeah. I didn't think about it um, at all. Until you see yeah. later, and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I shot a wedding not too long ago where I had to go tell a guest. What did I say? Put your phone down. She kind of, like, ignored it at first. Uh, here's the thing. It was, like, right as the processional was started, starting, so I was, like, at the front, and... I knew, like, when people started walking down, her phone was going to be in the middle mm-hmm. of the aisle. And so... Were you a guest or were you a photographer? I was a photographer. And um, so I just, like, asked people... Luckily, there was a long, like, ways that they were walking down. And I was like, hey, like, hey, can you make sure the phones are out of the aisle? And, like, a couple people listened to me because a few people were starting to do it. And then this one lady just didn't really listen. Yeah. She kind of just, like, got back in the aisle, but she was still recording. And then later on, she kept doing it again and again, especially when we were trying to get wide shots, and she was just, like, had her oh, phone in the, in the air. So my second shooter was like, that's it. Like, she was getting so pissed, and she was like, I can't, like, this is just, it's ruining all my shots. She's like, I'm going to say something. I'll be the bad guy. And so she went up to her, and she's like, hey, can you please just, like, I'm trying to just get one shot. Can you please just put your phone down? And she did, but... It was just, like, common sense. Like, when someone asks you, just be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. This yeah. probably ruining the picture. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, I could go on and on about it. But, yeah, definitely, if that if that's something that you value and think is important, make sure it's a priority. And if not, whatever. Like, you might have some cell phones in your pictures, and you'll get those cell phones. You'll get tagged in some cell phone photos on Facebook, but... Yeah. You invested in, in a videographer and a photographer. Those are, those pictures are way more priceless. Exactly. And like memorable. Exactly. Um, another don't is don't not RSVP to a wedding. Yes. I just RSVP'd to Chelsea's like five minutes before we started recording this <laughs> podcast because I was like, oh, I need to talk about how that annoying that is. And I was like, crap, I didn't even yeah. RSVP to yours. It's okay. Well, you're in the wedding. I know that you're going to be there. Or will I? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so... It really, I never thought about it as a guest, which is so inconsiderate of me until I was a bride. Yeah. But those RSVPs are so important for ordering food, for setting up tables, for... For being able to invite other people yeah, that you for, want to invite. That, like, maybe didn't make the first list and, like, you really still want them there, but yeah. you your venue doesn't but have enough room. budget or you don't have room. Yeah. So definitely RSVP and RSVP on time. Um, if If... You forget, there's grace, but, like, please try. I know. <laughs> One of the things that we're doing that has been super helpful is online RSVPs, which I think our, like, parents' generation can't really get their head around yet. It was, like, the one thing I was arguing with my mom about yeah. when I first decided on it. We did really beautiful, like, actual invitations. It's not like we did an evite. Right. But <laughs> I wanted the... RSVP to be online because the more time that you can save and like stress you can save yourself, the better. And I've just heard a lot of horror stories about like people showing up, people showing up or, or filling in extra people on their little fill out card that weren't actually invited on their RSVP. Oh, like if you didn't get a plus one and you, people would just put two people. Yeah. Or things getting lost in the mail or whatever. Um, and it just saved a lot of money with not having to use stamps yeah. on all of those. That's like an extra... That's hundreds. hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks. Um, and then not only that, but 
automatically, like as people are starting to RSVP, I get an email once I get an alert, whether or not somebody's coming. And then two, it's automatically in a spreadsheet of who's coming and who's not in your wedding website. That's nice. So I don't have to go make my own. Oh, that's thing really nice. Like Excel. It's all there. I can see exact, exactly how many guests have RSVP. Yes. Exactly how many have RSVP. No. And then you can also send like reminders if you put people's email address in there and stuff like that, which we didn't do that, but that's a great, that's been great tool. So nice and easy. And then, you know, if I do hear if someone like did it the wrong way or something like that on accident, it's so easy to go back in and just change it on the, yeah. on the back end. So yeah, that's a really good one. Online RSVPs. Do it y'all. Mm-hmm. We it's 2019. Why are you not online? Yeah. I mean, Hey, and my mom's argument was like, well, people aren't going to necessarily know to like go on the computer and, and, and some do that. like, yeah, I like can see older that. generations, but look, it's going to take you just as much time to fill out the card, seal the envelope and go stick it in your mailbox. Mm-hmm. than it is to just literally, everyone's got their phone right there. Pick up your phone, go to the RSVP site and RSVP. Isn't like, it it's so quicker? Isn't it kind of funny though? How like, we're like, Oh, it takes so much time to write in the number two and put it in an envelope that they've already prepared for me. Like I'm right. so lazy, but, but I do it. It's I'm true. like, Ugh. you let it sit on your counter with the rest of your mail and it is easy, but it's just as just easy. Just like bills. Yeah. You forget about them and you don't pay them. It's just as easy to pick up your phone and get on the website. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, that was uh, another tip, I guess, for planning. Tips and tricks for weddings of 2019 <laughs> and beyond. What about other guest things that not to do? You mentioned this before, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but... The seating chart The thing. seating chart. Look, I've been to weddings that... Um, don't have seating charts and like friends weddings that don't have seating charts and I and I get the idea behind it of like you just want it to be casual and yeah. people like up and around and stay great idea great concept logistically very and difficult thought, but logistically um from a guest standpoint it's awkward if you don't know a lot of people there yeah because you're like who do I sit with who do I sit with and then like is this someone like in the family and I'm just like this random guest like right and you just feel kind of more you just feel more at ease if you know exactly where you're supposed to sit down and make a home even if it's with people that you don't know because you know that's where your place is yeah and they probably don't know everyone either so you're like forced right. to Right. Just like do but the when thing When you don't together. know where to go and like sometimes you don't get left with anything at all or you're like by yourself. Yeah. It's, it's kind of just a little more uncomfortable. So I sometimes I think the thought behind it is to be considerate so that people can sit where they want. But I would much rather sit with people or like have an assigned seat with people that I might not know than not have an assigned seat at all. Yeah, I agree. So, but you know. To it takes away the stress for both parties. I it think. does. Yeah. Because it's like, then you don't get those awkward horror stories as the bride about like who sat with who. And then as the guest, you like, like, well, this is where I'm sitting. This is it. Right. I don't have to make any decisions. I understand that making our seating charts definitely going to be like a puzzle of like, okay. Yeah, it's like, like who knows where? who. That was, that actually though was pretty fun. I think it'll be fun. It yeah. was really fun seating people together. I'm looking forward to it. Like, oh, and I being think like, oh, they would really fun. get along. Yes. I think we should put them together. Like, she's from out of town. He's from out of town. They both don't know a bunch of people. Exactly. That was fun. Exactly. So I know it's still like a feat, but yeah. I think it's still kind of fun. So that's another. It's not really a guest tip, but a a, a tip about guests. Yeah. <laughs> Help you guess out, y'all. Help them out. 
Um, what else for um, do, do's and don'ts of guests? Um, like as a guest? Uh-huh. Did any, did any guests at your wedding do stuff that annoyed you? Oh, don't drink too much. Yeah. Like, have fun. Obviously, you're going to party a little bit at a wedding. There's most, don't be, like, on the floor. Most likely an open <laughs> bar. But we did have a guest that drank way too much. And it was just... One, it was, like, sad and embarrassing for them because they did they lost control. And yeah. two, it's just awkward for us because we're, we don't want to have to maintain that as the right. bride and groom. But... Just don't drink too much. Like, you know yourself. You know your body. Have a great time. You know when you're getting to that point, though, when you're like, I should probably stop. Stop then. Yeah. And if you decide to go to an after party after, and that's fine. But just maintain your dignity at the wedding. Yep. Totally. Um, There's always that one, like, drunk uncle or drunk cousin or crazy guest from college, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Um, and then as a photographer, we appreciate that too, because when you're trying to wrangle people up and do a sparkling, a sparkler exit with oh. a ton of drunk people at the end of a wedding night, it I'm is, sure that's awful. Um, pretty crazy. And then, you know, you're walking through there and trying not to get burned by all this, the flames that all these drunk people are I know, holding Isn't that crazy? It's like, oh, everyone's been drinking. Let's give them fire. Yeah. <laughs> Sticks of fire. Exactly. Let's do that. That's very smart. It makes for a really cute picture. So but, cute. Um, so cute. I'm not doing one actually. Yeah. Just because I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with that. And um, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous if, if the party's good. It's flammable, y'all. <laughs> Straight up flammable. Yeah. So. What about you anymore while you're, any do's and don'ts that you thought of while you've been planning your wedding? Hmm. Um. I'm trying to think what else. Definitely the hiring a planner thing has made things like so much yeah. easier. The online RSVP has made everything easier. Um, I think also like you know, you've been dreaming about this day. Like yeah. do what you want. <laughs> I've thought of a couple other things. Uh, so That sounds weird, but do you know what I mean? Like It's your wedding. It's yeah. your wedding. Um, so couple things that I did this is just kind of the person like my personality is you know you kind of are under the impression that you have to meet with a bunch of vendors and then make a decision or like have all these options right and shop around but for me it was more about like the feeling that I got um the quality of the service and like the people that I was talking to and I liked having to like make less decisions so for example instead of meeting five caterers we met with one and loved them and, and booked we're like them. yeah like check it feels so much better to check that off the list and to be like yes. let's go to another caterer let's right. go eat more food we have to they're on the list we yeah. did the same thing if we like them we book them my wedding planner i talked to one on the phone i had one meeting with her and at the end of the conversation i was like okay well i'm gonna book you um just let me know how much i owe you exactly and and that was great and that was just another thing checked off the list and she's been awesome and so fun and like i get along with her great um so yeah and if you're someone that's like super indecisive just make a decision it's gonna be great they're all professionals everyone yeah if you get a good vibe from somebody trust your gut trust your gut go with it um and then 
kind of like tagging on to that, definitely make sure that the people you're going to be working with are people that you vibe well with and you feel comfortable with, especially people like your hair and makeup and your photographer and your videographer because they're going to be spending so much time with you. So much time with you. More time with you than your groom. More time with you than your groom. And your chances are you're making meetings with them and seeing them and planning things with them more on more than just on your wedding day. Yeah, totally. Like you do an engagement session with your photographer. You're in contact with them about details and timeline planning. And mm. same thing with your hair and makeup. And they're going to be there giving a good vibe for your girls the whole day. And there's just a lot that you want to make sure you're walking in with people that are in your corner and that you feel really good about spending time with. Um, and that's something as like a vendor that I've loved so much about the wedding planning process is that I've gotten to know so many of the vendors that are actually going to be at my wedding. And so now they're like friends. Yeah, that's like really neat. Now they're my friend and they're going to be a vendor, but like so cool because yeah, I love that. Now they're a part of my wedding day as well. And so that is something that I always tell my brides when I get on phone calls and consults with them is like, hey, look, you do your research and make sure that you feel really good about this decision, but I want you to feel really good about me mm-hmm. and know that, yes, you're the one that I want spending my entire day with me, kind of dictating a little bit of the timeline. Yeah. Um, because it's true. Like, you want to feel good about the person you got to feel comfortable with trust. them. Totally. Yeah. And that'll show in your photos if you're not. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I loved our photographers and wedding coordinators, and they made our day so much easier. I was just with your wedding photographer. Yes. Yeah. She's the best. And her little baby. Little baby. So cute. Um, anything else before we wrap up? I think that's that's it. Yeah. yeah. This is a fun, short little episode, but it was, like, super requested and I yeah. think is applicable to both brides and non-brides, so... Hopefully you got something out of it, and just we know that if you didn't, we enjoyed um, hanging out with you for this yes. 45 minutes. For getting married, congratulations. If you're a wedding guest, have so much fun. Yeah, but don't drink too much. Yeah. <laughs> have, have fun, but not too much fun. Have moderate fun. Exactly. But we love you guys, and definitely stay tuned for next week, because it's Woo! going to be hilarious. Can't wait, and baby. so much fun with all of Chelsea's best bachelorettes. Yep. Okay, we love you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.